0: Welcome to Canadian Defence Focus from CDR Radio, produced by Canadian Defence Review Magazine. This series of podcasts features interviews with leaders and experts in the defence industry, as well as reports and profiles on the very latest in defence technology. Hello and welcome to another edition of the CDR Radio Podcast. I'm James Carlos, Ottawa Bureau Chief with Canadian Defence Review, Canada's leading defence magazine. This time on the CDR Radio Podcast, we're speaking with Chris Pogue. Chris is Vice President and Managing Director of TALUS Defence and Security Canada. With sites nationwide, TALUS is involved in major programs within Canada's National Shipbuilding Strategy. TALUS also serves all branches of the Canadian Armed Forces. Hi Chris, thanks for joining us on the CDR Radio Podcast.
1: Thank you, James. Nice to be here.
0: You've had a wide array of experiences within Canadian Defence, first with the RCAF and then with industry. What drew you to TALIS?
1: Well, it's an interesting challenge for sure, as you've been through lots of different roles and lots of different experiences. I've always been driven and drawn to innovation and innovative cultures, both with the technologies they deploy, but also the way the business models and the way they operate. And I think there's a lot to that banner of innovation below the surface. The idea of the culture, an innovative culture and how is it fostered? The idea of collaboration and a commitment to that collaboration with small businesses, larger businesses, partners, and with your customer. I've always been driven to to sort of the, um, I call it customer-centric curiosity. Looking at the customer, understanding what they do, in this case, defense, and finding ways to help them solve challenging problems. And then certainly, I look to the commitment of the organization from the CEO on down. And that's often measured by the investment in R&D and investment in the people that are trying to deliver on those programs. And Talus certainly fit that very well, not only with a very strong vision from the CEO in terms of digital transformation, but also considerable investment, some of which goes on right here in Canada, well over a billion euro a year of investment in R&D and the development of technology. And much of that, some of that rather, is right here in Canada. If I go back a little bit in time, though, James, I really take myself back to sort of the mid to late 90s, and I was still in the Air Force at the time, and part of what was then called the Aerospace Power Review, which was run in Winnipeg, and it was essentially a, a futures workshop, looking at how aerospace power would evolve in the, in the next 10 to 15 years. And if you think about it, in the late 90s, we were kind of a decade into widespread use of the internet. It was still in its embryonic days, and we were, in fact, a decade before the smartphone shows up. So an interesting time and we were just have experienced the impact of precision guided munitions coming out of the first gulf war and and the impact of some of the concepts of net centric or net enabled warfare and how things would all be connected in the future you know here we are fast forward 20 years from that point and we're kind of in this digital transformation age where many of those technologies are maturing or have matured and can now be part of the defense portfolio And when I think of the moment we're in now, we are at kind of a technology nexus, if you will, with the widespread and evolving use of augmented or artificial intelligence, machine learning, the ability to manage larger and larger big data sets and move those data sets around, the augmented reality, virtual reality world we're seeing, the increasing use of autonomous systems, and then wide-scale connectivity, that same concept we talked about 20 years before around net-centric warfare concepts. And all of those enabled and by a you know cyber secure or cyber assured layer, Talos has very clearly invested in those technologies and is well positioned at that nexus. And I think that was exciting for me because it is the nexus that is going to deliver on that idea of digital transformation. And finally, perhaps two programs that really attracted me: one being part of the National Ship Procurement Strategy, the NSS, with the Aegis program, and delivering to both the Navy and the Coast Guard. But in addition to that, the idea that we were at a moment where digital transformation was going to change the way the military operated and being part of that journey. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, I've always been drawn to organizations that have purpose, you know, something bigger than just the individual programs they're delivering, some sense of commitment to purpose. And when I think about the mission-critical systems that we deliver, to the men and women who serve our country, I'm not sure you can find a higher calling or a higher purpose than delivering to them so they can safely carry out their mission and return home to their families. And that certainly permeated the organization that I've interacted with since I've been at Talos. And that's really the the ideas that drew me to this moment.
0: You mentioned Aegis. What stands out about the Arctic Offshore Patrol Vessel and Joint Support Ship in-Service Support Program for the defense industry and d
1: it's interesting because I think that program has a lot of features that really enable some of the concepts we talked about earlier about digital transformation and enable them to become a reality. One thing I, I think that's unique about Aegis is this enterprise-like view of the program. So unlike a traditional program focused on specific tasks, scope, or requirements delivering, it's much more driven by kind of two high-principled operational metrics, increase the operational availability of our ships and decrease in service support costs. And it really created a hybrid kind of a model to deliver on those two capabilities for the AOPS and the GSS program by focusing on performance-based contracting and performance-based outcomes in a very partnership-like model. We've often talked about that in the past and when I was in uniform and, and since I've been in industry, lots of different contractual models have been tested. What's unique about this is it, it's a long-term, multi-year, multifaceted program delivering those two primary objectives, available ships and lower costs. And so it lends itself to innovation. It lends itself to creative ways of solving the problem. It also is a program that has great outreach into the small to medium-sized business sector across Canada, which is an important part of the National Ship Procurement Strategy, is building a sustainable ship industry in Canada. And that sustainable industry is, it's needed that the small and medium-sized businesses are both embedded in and part of, and continue with that program over time. And certainly from the Talus perspective and Aegis, we've We've over 60 small to medium-sized companies have already engaged with our team and we're constantly looking at drawing more in to make sure we can deliver on the promise of both digital transformation, but also those two objectives. I'll give you two interesting examples. Um, one is re- really a spin-off from the electronic systems integration work that we do more broadly for the Coast Guard. And that developed the ability to sort of remotely monitor teams working on those ships to be able to be more efficient, somewhat driven by, the pandemic and the necessity of the pandemic, but out of that came unique new capability. That unique capability obviously meant we needed to have a cyber node or a cyber secure way to operate. So those are things that kind of come out of these sort of more flexible contracting structures. Another one, perhaps equally interesting is the development of a thing called refit optimizer. And this is a program that really is a spinoff of the AGES program. We work closely with C-SPAN, the shipyard. We work with Dalhousie, Laval, and Montreal Polytechnique as well as three small companies in Canada, Genoa Design, Simwell and Sodan, in developing a unique uh, uh, multi-objective optimization using AI and looking at the complexity of a refit program. We want our ships to be effectively managed through a refit exercise, but also we don't want them to spend any extra time import than they need to. We wanna be able to do the optimal amount of work. And as things change in those programs, you can imagine the thousands of variables that have to be considered. And what ReFit Optimizer does is does in hours what would have taken people, planning people days to accomplish. And that allows much greater flexibility, much more maneuverability in terms of how we operate around the shipyard. And it's a really a great outcome of using AI, machine learning, digital data, to deliver more effective capability to the operational community. And that really comes back to the nexus, James, we spoke about, and it's kind of a unique opportunity to deliver on those.
0: You mentioned the importance of small-medium businesses in Canada's defence sector. What else is Talos doing to engage and grow this sector?
1: Well, there's a number of things. When I mentioned earlier about the commitment... Uh, from the CEO on down in terms of the organization and outreach and investment in in the nations where TELUS operates. And it's interesting to note, they operate in well over 60 countries around the world. But importantly, here in Canada, um, TELUS has been part of the Starburst Accelerator Program for almost a little over half a decade, which really is an outreach program to a number of different startups. And and in fact, across that program, an organization called uh, TELUS Corporate Ventures actually invest in these startups and helping them to accelerate and get to market. That's just one example, but closer to home, we've made significant investments in Canada in Talus Digital Solutions, part of the digital factory concept. One of the two facilities is right here in Canada. And this is part of the AI at Centec uh, efforts in Montreal, which really uh, enables the Canadian artificial intelligence and augmented intelligence innovation ecosystem to be successful. We also have the Talus Research and Technology Center, one of five globally in uh, in Talus right here in Canada as well, as well as a significant partnership in the 5G Encore testbed uh, in Canada. And these are all the kinds of investments I think that enable Talus and small to medium sized businesses to engage in unique ways. I'll give you an example of recent, just a recent campaign in the AI at Centech effort with our Talus Digital Solutions team over, 200 companies, small companies, applied to an incubator process. 20 were down selected for further review. Some of those are Canadian companies that will now be part of that incubator, potentially reach a global export market through the TALUS outreach, through all those other countries. So that's a really great opportunity for countries, companies rather, in Canada to reach those markets. The other thing I really like that Talos is investing significantly in is the concept of platforms or business platforms, creating digital environments that allow companies to develop capability on that digital backbone, pre-integrate or test it with other systems in sort of a systems-to-systems construct, and then potentially use that platform to reach a global market. Talos Digital Solutions is a great example of that, but another one that's coming soon is this idea of the combat digital platform, which we intend to bring into Canada, create a open layer by which small companies can develop unique applications that could then be exposed to the Army, help the Army determine what kind of a future combat situation might they use those applications. And ideally, those companies now become part of that innovation ecosystem delivering to the Army. The same thing will hold for for the other environments as well as we move forward. A third point that I think is really significant and important to flag is some of the technical developments that have gone on in Canada in the past that have really positioned Canada in the global market. One of the capabilities, for example, is in our Optronics group in Montreal, who are the world leaders in the delivery of uncooled infrared sensing systems for driver vehicle enhancement. So when we picture our soldiers, vehicles in combat situations, these infrared systems allow them to sort of see through the night and be able to continue to operate. And- Out of Canada, right here in Montreal, is the world leading capability into that market. And that leads to about 70% of that business being export business. That export business reaches new markets, creates long-term sustainable jobs in Canada. And I think underlying all this engagement with small to medium sized businesses is about creating sustainable growing businesses in Canada that can reach a global market.
0: Now COVID-19 has heightened the importance and implementation of digital transformation in the defense industry. What role is Talos playing in this process?
1: Well, if I come back to that nexus that we talked about where Talos has positioned itself both through acquisition and investment in that nexus of those key technologies that underpin digital transformation. I think what COVID did for us as harsh as it's been to get through, it also accelerated a lot of things that had already been underway. I think of just the simple thing of remote meetings. That wasn't a new idea, but certainly through COVID, the importance of those remote meetings was elevated. And so capability to more effectively collaborate and more effectively interacted came from that, that the tragedy of COVID, if you will. The idea of digital transformation is simply building on that same thing. A lot of companies have recognized that they had to move more and more digital to be effective. It opens up an interesting challenge. I call it the digital dilemma, where you need to be digital and connected But the same token, that potentially opens you up to increased vulnerabilities, and we read about those in the news regularly. This is a a multi-layered, rapidly adaptive problem. It's not just a software patch. We really need to look at how to develop cyber safe and cyber secure and cyber assured environments, and Talos is certainly well positioned in that. One of the things I've uncovered since coming to Talos is that one of the groups, TALUS Digital Solutions and Digital Identity Group, has really focused on the use of digital security in the commercial sector. Um, you may or may not know this, but 80% of the global point of sale transactions are secured by Talus capability. Five of the top banks in the United States use Talus encryption. Our debit cards, if you're in one of the Canadian banks, my debit card and my passport antenna is securities delivered by Talus. This kind of capability that's coming from the commercial sector can now increasingly be engaged into the military sector as we kind of see that crossover point. And I think that's an example of the sort of the transverse thinking you get when you're serving multiple markets, you kind of see problems through different lenses. The other thing I think that we've uncovered as part of the experience of going through COVID is the necessity for organizational resilience and for organizations to actually get stronger under the stress of these sorts of situations. And I've certainly seen that happening across our team. I do wanna flag, If I come back to the earlier comment, James, about refit optimizer, as a direct consequence of COVID and looking at the same sort of multi-objective problems that ship refits have, that underlying Digital platform, AI enabled, augmented intelligence enabled platform, is now being deployed in a variant that may be called someday hospital optimizer, looking at how it can be used to effectively deal with the multi objective challenges that hospitals have in responding to multiple crises. So there's the underpinning of that technology that may have been developed for a ship refit program, but they've developed right, can be used in other environments as well. And that's an exciting outcome, I think, of positive outcome of what the COVID challenge has offered to all of us.
0: Chris, you paint a compelling picture of Talos' future in serving the CAF going forward. What makes you so positive and upbeat about that future?
1: You know, it is the excellent positioning of the company at the nexus of those key technologies, the augmented intelligence, machine learning, big data management, increasing use of autonomous systems, the augmented reality, virtual reality worlds, as well as broad-scale connectivity in a cyber-secured environment. Those are investments that position us well to be as positive as I am. I think with some of the other things that I really am inspired by is the use of AI from a human centered sort of augmented intelligence to leave to overcome the trust barrier that some people may have with the full deployment of AI. I think the future we're going to see more and more sort of systems of systems realities entering the marketplace, things we used to talk about 20 years ago. We'll see more and more sort of incremental capability fielding, getting out of sort of the boom big bang cycle of deployments into incremental capability that can be have a tech refresh rate that's sort of more consistent with what we see in commercial sectors. I think we'll see the speed of innovation. And I think the key engagement we've already got in enabling the small to medium sized business community across Canada through a number of innovation, superclusters that ecosystem, that tells me they're great promise, because these are companies that get up every morning and focus and dedicate themselves to solving a real problem. If we can bring that capability to the larger market space and help them reach an export market that's incredibly exciting. I think we'll see a lot of that. That don't get me wrong, I do think we have to be conscious and clear-eyed about the challenges. I do think there's some challenges that we've experienced through covid that have made us stronger and more realistic about how to move forward and I think those are very important. But perhaps most importantly James would be it is about the people in any organization. And the people I get to interact with every day are very much driven by that purpose, that idea that we serve those who serve our country. And we serve to deliver mission critical systems. These systems cannot fail those people because we put them in harsh, austere, combative, complex environments, and they need to be successful and they need to return home safely. And so that purpose permeates everything we think about and everything we do. I think that really drives how we will behave and how we will shape whatever the future may look like. So in some respects, this opportunity for me is really closing a loop that probably started more than 20 years ago when I first joined the military. I joined for that same sense of purpose. And here I am, almost 40 years later, still enjoying that same sense of purpose. Okay, Chris. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thanks very much, James. Appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to the latest in the CDR Radio podcast series. They are produced by Canadian Defence Review, Canada's leading defence magazine. I've been speaking with Chris Pogue, Vice President and Managing Director of Talus Defence and Security Canada. To hear more CDR Radio podcasts, go to www.canadiandefensereview.com or find us on iTunes and Google Play under CDR Radio. I'm James Careless. Thank you for listening to the CDR Radio podcast. Talk to you again next time. Tune in next time for another Canadian Defence Focus podcast from CDR Radio.